Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, I do. Man, God is good. Hey, uh, today I just want to get right to it because this has really been uh, pressing me. Uh, I woke up and this was on my mind and I wanted to share it with you because I know this for a fact. See, I've, I've lived this for a fact. I. And, you know, uh, the majority of things I talk about in the morning uh, before we get started with the regular show is something that I've experienced. I I can only tell you what I know. And so I've really, really understood why God has uh, had my life go the way that it's gone. Uh, Because if I didn't have all these tests in my life, if I didn't have all these tests that I passed, all these tests that I failed, If I didn't have all of those, the good and the bad, what could I share with you in the morning? What could I tell you about hanging? What could I tell you about failing and then winning? What could I tell you about hanging in there when all hope was gone? How how could I share that with you unless I've had those moments myself? I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you dare, dare give up. Under no circumstances. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. It is the biggest trick that the enemy has is making us think we ain't going to make it. To, uh, water down the illusion that there's a possibility that you might still have a chance to get over. The biggest trick he uses is when you make a mistake and you fall, he gets you to start to thinking it's final, that there is no resurrection, there is no redemption, there is no recovery. He just makes you think it's final. He is the master deceiver. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what besets you, befalls you, trips you up, what circumstantial situations may arise. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. Because listen to me, these are tests that you are going through. And these tests, whether you pass the test or it appears that you failed the test, The test accomplishes the mission if you're smart about it. If you pass the test, let's say you're going through a situation and you get over and it goes the way you want it to do. Then what you've learned is if you hang in there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, mission accomplished. If you fail the test and it doesn't go the way you want it, and it goes the opposite, and it turns out into a negative result, and the and response you were looking for is a no. That's not final. That doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean it's time to turn back. 
It simply means that now you have learned a valuable experience. You have learned a valuable lesson. You now know what not to do. You are now, because you know what not to do, another step closer to getting it right. Listen to me. It has to happen this way. You have to have the rain in your life to get the flowers in your life. You got to have the darkness in your life to appreciate the sunshine in your life. You got to have woes and worries to appreciate the joys. It is merely a test. So when you get through failing and you get through stumbling and you get through messing it up, all that's getting you one step closer to getting it right. Oh, my relationship ended. I'll never be able to find another person like that. Not only will you not be able, well, not only will you be able to find a person like that, you can find a person that far better than that if you don't give up. But see, sometimes you got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what happens to you. If you lose a loved one, and Lord knows I've lost some people I've loved dearly with every inch in me. I've lost my mother, my father, my brother, and my best friend. I don't know. I know people who have lost their children. Goodness, man, I can't even imagine that. But they kept on going. What you giving up for? Oh, I got you, miss them. And I got you grieving. But I got news for you. Don't you let the devil make you think it's over for you because somebody else ain't still here. It was their time. Now, I'm not trying to lessen the blow for you, but I'm trying to get you up on your feet so you can stop all this old woe is me because the things that's happening to you, you're not the first person it's happened to. Come on now, let's get a grip. Let's wrap your mind around this thing. You have got to move forward if it's just in memory of those people. I was on one of the commercial breaks the other day and somebody asked me uh, something and I forgot the question, but my answer was, I've always wanted my mother and father to be proud of me. And in their absence and their demise, I'm hoping just somehow, man, that they watching me, that they see their boy, that I'm down here, that I'm doing better, that I'm making something about myself, that I'm loving my wife, that I'm taking care of my kids. I just want my old man to see that about me. You know, I want my mother to see that I'm trying to get my life together over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a better person. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She'd been praying for me for a long time. I just hope, man, and that's all I'm doing, is just hoping that they see me so they can be proud of me. See, you, 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 you got to understand that when you make these mistakes, that when you fall and stumble and you get it all so wrong, it ain't over for you. Don't you dare, dare, dare ever give up. Don't stop thinking, man, because it ain't happening just the way you want it to, that it ain't meant to be. Devil, he got so many tricks to deceive you. You know why you're being tested right now? Because there is no testimony without the test. 
You got to go through something. It's all good, man. I'm telling you. Just wanted to share that with you. Don't you give up out there. I don't care what's happening. Don't, 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 don't get deceived. The victory's coming, but you ain't going to get it if you quit. Hang on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda, to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, let me have your attention. Uh, I am talking to everyone today who has ever had the aspiration of becoming a millionaire or if you've ever had the aspiration of holding a full-time job. These are the two groups that I'm talking to. Anyone who has had the aspiration of holding a full-time job and anybody who has had the aspiration of becoming a millionaire, this show is dedicated to the two coldest groups on planet Earth. (laughs) You dig? Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What group you in, Shirley Strawberry? I'm in both, Steve. Thank you very much, Carla Pharrell. Good morning. I'm in both, too. Ditto. Let's get it. Ditto. Junior. I got five jobs. Tell me I ain't trying. (laughs) Nephew Tommy. Every day I'm hustling. I'm trying to be in there. Yes, sir. (laughs) (sighs) Which which group are you in? Which one are you in? Oh, that, y'all ain't in, I ain't in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got I'm the somewhere. meal plus. I got, I got somewhere else I'm heading. Ain't nobody asked me that, so we just, well, where, where just throwing it out. Y'all, that's my two favorite groups of people. Anybody that wants to work and anybody want to be rich. Mm-hmm. I, I love both them people. Because you ain't got to be rich to be my friend. Because I got to tell you something. None of my friends are rich. Do you, do you know that? Really, man. None of my well, I got one Your friend. Your friends, really? I mean, my friend mean? friends. Friend. Mm. Uh huh. I mean, my real friends. Oh. Uh huh. Real friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, ninety nine point nine percent of them are not rich people. Mm. Mm. But but mm. I what about running in in those circles? You know the um, 
uh, like-minded people and birds of a feather flock together and all that. Yeah, That's all. They just business acquaintances and associates. Uh-huh. We make some money together. We do some deals together. We go to dinner together. You know, we pull we for each yeah, other. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't, I, we haven't been through enough to call them friends. You uh, know what I mean? Not yeah. really. Yeah. Well, you know what? Remember back in the day when uh, Oprah and Gail, the, their friendship was, you know, so popular and everything. It still is now, but back in the day, uh, Gail was Oprah's friend, so Oprah gave her a million dollars so she could be a millionaire too. Remember that? Yeah, I don't feel that way. <laughs> you ain't never felt, you ain't never felt that, like that by us or nothing like that? No. Mm-hmm. Well, Junior, Junior, me and you, we co-workers, and I'm more like a mentor. You are. You can't borrow money from me and call me Steve. Uh, <laughs> never be that. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't peers. No, <laughs> never will be. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what have we learned right here? <laughs> We ain't rich and he is. Yeah. He's not Oprah and we're not Gail. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. What? Thomas Miles is rich. I'm nephew Tommy. I'm nephew Tommy. Wow. <laughs> I'm I don't, I don't never know what he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Can we use your casket? Let's go, cat dog. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I'm trying to reach Vicky. This is Vicky. Hey, Vicky, how you doing? Are, are you the um, are you the niece of, of, of uh, uh, I think it's ain't is ain't your aunt? Yes. Okay, and your your now your aunt passed away. How many how many years ago your aunt passed? It was about five years ago. Okay, listen, I'm over here at the funeral home. Uh, my 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 sister just passed away, and uh, they gave me your phone number. Did did you guys? We're going through a little bit of a situation here. Did you guys aunt have you know your aunt was a heavyset woman? Is that right? Yes, she was. Okay, now they had to did did they have to put her in a in a did they have a bill, a special casket for her? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's what we're kind of going through with my sister. We ordered a um, a special casket for 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 my sister, and uh, I'm assuming this is the same thing that you guys went through. I called several of her her children, but I wasn't able to get in touch with anybody. But the, the funeral home actually had your name on file as well, so they gave me your number where I would be able to talk to you. Is, is that is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. You can speak to me, but you know what seems to be the problem. Well, listen, uh, we we the, the the funeral is actually in two days. Okay. And we ordered one of those special caskets, but it doesn't look like it's going to be in for another week. So you know, it's almost like we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna have a casket for her. Um, you know, for the funeral. And, okay. you know, the, like I said, the funeral home told us about, you know, that you guys were the last ones that ordered a, a casket of that size. And, you know, me and the, the rest of the family has been, you know, we've been trying to figure out what to do and what to do. Do you think it's any way possible we can borrow the casket that your aunt is in? And then when the casket comes in that we ordered, we can put her in that casket and put her back down to rest like she's always been. Do you think that's what? possible? Excuse Hello? me? Hello? Hello? Yeah, Excuse yeah. me, could you repeat yourself? 
What exactly are you asking me? Well, what I'm saying is, do you think we can borrow your ain't casket? Because, you know, the funeral is in two days, and the casket is not going to be in in order for us to be able to bury her in a in a casket for, the, you know, to accommodate her size. That's what I'm asking. What kind of is this you're talking about? First of all, who is this? Okay, uh, no, my name is Larry. Uh, like I say, my name is Larry. I got you. I got you guys. Like I say, I tried to call some of her kids, but nobody ever picked up when I called. Okay, well, and, but well they said yeah, that they he, had uh, her niece's number on file too. You, you are her niece, Vicky, right? Yes, I am. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think that maybe you can talk to the children and see if we can maybe use that particular casket? Okay, wait a minute. What the f talking about? This some. First of all, who who is this? You you gotta be losing your mind if you think I'm gonna let you dig up my auntie for just to bury your sister. No, yeah, but you know, I, that's yeah, your I understand problem. where you're coming from. But what I'm trying to say is that we don't have a casket big enough, and they was they they let us know that you guys were the last ones that had a, a casket that you know. What they gotta your, do with us. That's your sister. Figure it out. Have you lost your? No, no. Well, okay, first of all, what I'm trying to do is this. The family been grieving pretty hard, and I just wanted to make sure that the funeral would be right. And it ain't going to be right if we don't have... That be? We, we don't, How do you we, think my family going to feel digging my any up? You lost your... Man, don't call me with this... Who is the... The funeral home that gave you my... Number to ask me to use the casket so you can bury your sister? Who is the name of that person? I can't remember, but it, it was... It was the guy, the funeral director let me know that you guys had went through a situation where you had to bury your, 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 your aunt. Like I said, and I tried what, to call. And what's your the, name again? My, my name is Larry. Okay, Larry, this is, this is a, a stupid. I don't know what gave you my phone number to call me asking you this dumb. Can you believe this? They call here asking me so can they dig up a so they can bury their sister. It's not What I'm trying to say is would y'all show some sympathy and some love for what me yeah. and my family going through because we don't have a casket. Like I say, my sister my sister was a was you know, was a is the heavy was a heavy hey, set woman. That's all fine and good. You know, my condolences go out to you and your family. You know, I'm trying to be as reserved as I can with this whole situation. But do you understand what kind of stupid you're asking me right now to actually dig up my aunt who was already who's been in the ground for five Let me ask you this, you know. If we use it, your ain't ain't gonna know. She ain't gonna know we use it. What kind of stupid is for you to say to me? My ain't like, what kind of Are you stupid? What kind of you talking? Are you smoking crack? What kind know she not ground no more? First of all, you know what? I, 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 first of all, I appreciate you trying to work with me, but I want to say this. You you don't even have the authority to make that decision. If you give me one of the numbers to, to one of your cousins, oh, well, and maybe I, one was, I was really trying to be nice and be calm, but guess what? We're not doing this stupid I'm trying to be nice to you and tell and try to help you out, but no, you want me to get ignorant and act stupid with you. I was trying to be nice and sympathetic, but we're not doing it. I'm not giving you the number. I got the authority to tell you right now, no, we're not digging her up so you can bury your sister. Figure it out. Okay, so 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 that's just it. I can't talk to now. Yeah, one of that's her, it. One no, of you ain't talking to nobody. You talking to me? Okay, I got I got I got something else I need to tell you though. I need I need to tell you something else. Are you listening? What? Tell me. I want to tell you this. This 
is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Vicky, your sister Sheila got me to prank phone call you. Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Sheila got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you got me over here all worked up. I, I'm cussed. I'm a kid. She play too much. She ain't got to. Vicky, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show for y'all. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time now for Ask the CLO. We have some good questions from steveharveyfm.com. If you have some questions for the CLO, please, please, please feel free to write us. This one is from Jess in Hollywood, Florida. Steve, it says, my boyfriend and I are in our mid-20s and sometimes he is not able to perform unless he watches porn first. Last Mm. night, we were being intimate and he was really into it. Then he called me his ex-girlfriend's name. I didn't say anything because I didn't want him to stop. It was his best performance so far. Apparently, thinking about his ex-girlfriend kept him in the mood. Do you think he secretly still wants his ex, or is this just something that happens from time to time? Well, I got a couple of ideas here from you. You said that he only gets excited unless he's watching porn. In your 20s, that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. That's dangerous, because I I don't even, I, I very rarely hear that from a guy that young. Yeah. Very rarely do I hear that, so that's kind of that's kind of odd right there. Uh, him calling, and he only gets excited. Now you're having your best performance, and all of a sudden he calls his ex girlfriend's name. Now, the question you need to find out is: Is his ex girlfriend a porn star? Oh, really? Wow. Real, huh? Yeah. See, that, <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, that has possibility. Written mm. all over it. Okay. Maybe okay. she in one of them movies mm. that get him real excited. Other than that, I don't know how long you all have been dating, and I don't know how long you can continue to accept being called the other girl's name. Right. That ain't. I don't know how long that's allowable, but uh, I think you should have brought it to his attention so that he is aware of it and he can start working on it if it's serious. But I don't think y'all's relationship is going to go nowhere because if you got to have porno to turn you on at in your 20s, the rest of your sex years is shot. <laughs> Man, damn, dog. Because in my 20s, I needed nothing. I just mm-hmm. needed cool air. Yeah. Yeah. If that, all I, if dog. that, just ready, it's, it's just walking down. around ready. Did the, the wind e- blow? Either one of these. That right there, <laughs> hot. This right here, hot. Don't matter. Yes. yes. Hot. Hey. I could, I could, hot. I could in my twenties. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. Well, you uh, want okay. the couch, yet, Moving babe. on, Shirley. This is from Tony. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Tony in New Jersey. I have a problem with my lady friend. I'm a bodybuilder, and I get a lot of women trying to holler at me at my DM, in my DMs, and they send lots of nude pictures. 
I'll show my lady the pics and we laugh at them together. I found out the other day that my lady also gets nude pictures of men in her DMs. She clicked on a message by mistake and I saw the picture of a naked man. She has never mentioned this to me. She said she hates the pics and she immediately deletes them. But why does she keep it from me? Should I be concerned? Well, you know mm. what, dog? See, hold up now. When you showing naked pictures, y'all mm. laughing. He can. You know, so now, now all of a sudden this ain't funny to you no more. <laughs> See, dog, you got to be careful what you introduce. I don't know what your ass is showing your girl naked pictures of other women for? I really don't know, man. I, I'm I'm confused about that. Normally, that you you're you're inviting a, a hailstorm into your house when you do that. So I don't know what that was. But then she gets men sending her naked pictures too. But she ain't mentioned it to you yeah, because guess why? Because yeah. she know. Look, you done wrote a letter. See, you see a picture. Your ass done wrote a letter. <laughs> Y'all watching together. You just kick in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, partner. Yeah. So she already know it's a problem. And, and he's you, a bodybuilder? Come on, man. <laughs> come on. All right, so, Steve. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a problem that she might be messing around, but maybe she just didn't feel like dealing with this because you done wrote a letter into a national radio show. Mm-hmm. You show All her right. her pictures, y'all just laugh. <laughs> Anonymous in Tennessee writes, I've been married for five years and my mother lives with us. I'm a diabetic and I've been sick a lot lately, so my mother has assumed the role as my full-time nurse and caregiver. This drives my wife crazy. My mother told my wife that she's been taking care of me all my life and it's not up for debate. My wife isn't having it and their constant arguing stresses me out. My wife works long hours and my mom is here when my wife can't be. So in a way, my mom is right. I'm stuck in the middle. Please help. No, 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 no. Your mom isn't right. No. She's not right. Right. Your wife Mm -hmm. is the queen of the castle. There's only one queen in a castle. It might be some damsels. It might be some 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 other people at work. And but it's one queen, and your wife is being rooted out by your mother, who's obviously taking some liberties with you that your wife would like to be able to do. Now, yeah. the fact that you're sick, bro, I can't do nothing about that. Feel for you. Uh, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to say to somebody with diabetes. I don't know. You don't uh, see condolences. They are here today. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, I don't know what you say to people who got diabetes. I don't know what to say. Like condolences or something. Condolences? Are you kidding me right I now? I don't know what to say to him about the sickness, but it, your mother is not. She may have been taking care of you your whole life, but this your wife, dog. See, you said vows to your wife. Now, if your mother's there because you, you can't provide for yourself, I don't, I don't know what it is, but she lives with y'all, and it's creating a problem. She didn't marry you to live with your mama. Now, I don't know mm. how sick you are, dog, but if your mother just over there because she won't just keep an eye on you and check on you, then you got to change your living arrangements. Now, if you incapacitated in some way, then your wife going to have to work with your mama a little bit better, but your mama going to have to back up yeah. and let your wife be the queen of the castle. Your the wife mama is your mama's your not wife right. Sick. And dog, now you don't, don't sleep with your mama, so mm. <laughs> you're gonna mess around here that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Well, go in there and sleep with your mammy. You're gonna hear that. <laughs> don't say that. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, here we go. It is time, Steve. Step up to the plate. Uh. The nephew and junior with right or wrong. All right. All right. Come on. Tell Junior. When they say, don't try this at home, tell them you can still try it. You just have to go next door and do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When they say, don't try this at home, you can still do it. You just go next door to somebody else's house and do it. You know what I'm saying? Be the home. <laughs> What'd you say, Junior? I said, I'm sorry. See, I'm like, I ain't Junior, supposed you to know be what? liking this Junior. man. Junior. Yeah. Uh. Junior, you know what? This bit really ain't for you. Nah, I don't even really <laughs> like patient talking to him. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Junior, what, what they it's say, don't me, try though. it at home. They are protecting you for your house, basically. <laughs> but you could go next door and do it at somebody else's house. That's it all is. that really means, though. This is for me, though. I just want you to know it is for me. <laughs> how, how, you going to have to try it. They just don't want you to do it at your house. Okay. All right. Okay. Come on. So, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Tom. Uh-huh. I like that one, huh? Tommy. See? Huh? See? <laughs> Tom. <laughs> It'd be good that Junior's nervous. Okay. What, Carla? Tell, tell Junior. I, he, I don't even know why he don't see this. Noah and his family was the first vegetarians. Huh? Because they didn't eat none of them animals on there. Oh, you mean Noah from Noah's Ark in the Bible? Yes. And so, what? So yeah. what now? No. Noah on Noah's no. Ark and his see, family see, was no, the no, no, first. No. See, now you're stupid. Why you say that, Steve? Well, because they just said brain, too. They didn't say you couldn't eat the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> they had four. Oh, it, you don't know that. Uh, it, more than two animals on that. They Four-day. said we need to bring two. Ain't nobody said nothing about two, four chickens. Two of them wasn't missing. <laughs> <laughs> he could have slaughtered you a hog the way he walked it to. A skillet and some grease in the back. <laughs> yeah. 
so I can't go along with that one. <laughs> So okay. He's wrong All on right. That well, Sam, if you go along with this, but he got mad at me about this. Shouldn't shouldn't hemorrhoids be called asteroids? Shouldn't hemorrhoids be called asteroids? Can you hold Drop the mic, yeah, yeah. You should have saved that one for last. I'm tired of him, man. I love that one. Come on, Steve. That one worked. Oh, that's that's one. Yeah. Shouldn't hemorrhoids be called asteroids? That's genius. That makes sense. That's genius right there. <laughs> that one right there. That one there. You had one other one last time. Oh, oh man. The crossword puzzle. Crossword puzzle. Crossword people. Well, I'm going to tell you this off the air. I'm got a great bit for you. Okay. Oh, okay. <sighs> I know uh, you should stop here. I know you should. Man, my head hurt. Man, I, I want some more. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to give you two more, sir. Okay. Yes. Shouldn't uh-huh. self help. Self-help groups are not good because you in a group. It should really, you should really be by yourself, shouldn't you? Oh, God, to get help. <laughs> you know, if for self-help, you know, yeah, you don't right. really need to be with a group. Uh-huh. You're not going to get better unless you're by yourself. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? I, I got you. I got, I'm with okay, you. Okay, here go my last one. You ready? Okay, wait, wait. Okay, let that marinate. I ain't worried about if I won that one. I'm going to this last one. Uh-huh. Ready? Okay. Oh, you won that one. Yeah. Tell this boy, if they pull your wisdom too, you gonna be stupid. Because <laughs> you must have had all. Why your would you let them the pull back, the wise? The back out of, of your mouth is empty, then, ain't it? <laughs> if they pull your wisdom teeth, you right. gonna be stupid. I would not let nobody pull the wise out of me. That's why I don't. I'm not taking mine out. Oh. When me and him was talking about the dentist, I said, don't let them pull your wisdom to you. <laughs> time. I said, I said you're going to be stupid, boy. <laughs> you don't want to be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. You. It seems to be working for you, though. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. I, I got all my wisdom to you. Gone and get them bad boys pulled. Okay. <laughs> There's no way you have them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For the day. Come on That's back right with my, my favorite, though. Come on. Oh. Shouldn't hemorrhoids be called Astro? <laughs> that's Why? top of the list. Tom. Why, Tom? Why, man? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Wow. Damn near of all time. Of all Shouldn't time, hemorrhoids right? be called Astro? <laughs> 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 that's one of my favorites, early. Oh, Lord. I love right or wrong. <laughs> Junior, you mad over yeah. there? Yeah, I'm mad. Because it's just mad every Tuesday night. We don't talk but Tuesday night. He yeah. get mad but at me. But I keep answering Tuesday. the phone. It's my fault. It wastes your time. <laughs> it's a waste of time. <laughs> but Junior, which one were you mad at this week? What I'm mad say? at the hemorrhoids. Are <laughs> <laughs> no, you mad at that one, though? <laughs> That's good, Junior. I'm mad at that. Junior, and I don't see how we missed that as yeah. a people. As a people. <laughs> yeah, when we was passing out names, uh-huh. <laughs> hemorrhoids does not know where near explain to you what's going on as much as asteroids. Man, these asteroids. Man, these asteroids is, man. Man, my asteroids is burning. 
<laughs> see now you got see my hemorrhoids. You gotta you gotta connect that to some yeah. asteroids. Lead you right to the problem. <laughs> right to the point. Steve, you're right. <laughs> Shouldn't hemorrhoids be called asteroids? That's all I'm saying. Man, it's the favorite one. Damn right it should. Uh, Somebody tweet right, that already. Right. <laughs> you man. know they tweeting right you now. You know it. <laughs> Let me see. Wait. Tommy, these were genius today. All right. We'll be back with uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for another round of Would You Rather. Would you rather rob a bank or steal a sports car? I'm steal a sports car. Well, why are you that saying so? That bank gonna give you more years, I think. I think that <laughs> car. Bank, ain't that, that car? Dog, that's felony. You gone. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go in for grand theft. We can go on. We can take that. Oh, really? This is a well-thought-out so answer. Sure. Oh, so sure. I might get away with that bank. car, though. Oh, no, no, no. No, see, this bank, you got to have a gun. Once you got oh, that gun, you got to... No, 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 no. Your ass can do another kind of time now. Mm. Okay. Okay. No, no, I'm not robbing no bank, though. I steal this car. I just told him. Yeah. Hey, well, uh-uh. hey, hey, let's go to the, go to the next Would You Rather. Yes, yes, yes. All right, would you rather have it rain every day, rain uh-uh. every B. day, B. or snow every day? Well, you got a problem snow. now. You've been in both Cleveland. Uh-huh. Yeah, you on, got Cleveland. a problem. If it, if it snow every day, your ass got a problem. Yes. It can't snow every day. You got a problem, partner. <laughs> Hey, but so much snow remover. You mean it snowed again? <laughs> what are we no, I'm shoveling this driveway. I got to go out here and shovel this driveway again. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But That's if it true. rain every day, Maybe that water, yeah. the water got something for your ass, man. Yeah. That, that, mm. that, that water going to turn into a flood. Mm. Yes. So, mm. I didn't get into Either way, that's a rough one because a lot of people going to be in trouble either way. Yeah. That's not going to be good either way. All right, we'll pick one. Um, <laughs> sun. Mm. You pick the sun. <laughs> Rain or uh, snow. <laughs> snow every day for how long, Shirley? Every day. Every day. Elba? Uh, that, that, no, that, that can't happen. It, Would you we, we all, we're all going to die either way. <laughs> all of us are going to die either way. Now, you want to get this Noah Ark version of it, or you want to freeze your day. ass to death? Uh-uh. Is it hot rain? <laughs> Is it wet snow? Okay. Um, all right, we're moving on, because you guys can't decide on that one. Would you rather know when you're going to die, or how you're going to die? Oh, when? No, I'd rather know how. Because that way I can how? stay out of that. Yeah, how? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah we're going to be in a car accident every last, my last car. Either ride. way, <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> but you want to you know when, Tommy? when? Man, Why do you want to know when? Mm-mm. How? Oh, because if, cause if cause I'm finna live life to the fullest that yeah. last year. Oh, yeah. I'm finna give y'all, I'm finna give it to you. Well, but you yeah. should do that anyway. Right? Well, if it's next week, though, nice year. <laughs> Next week, I'm gonna stay in the house in one room, close the door, and and try to try to try to make it a lie. No, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna try to beat it. <laughs> Thank you. That's today's Would You Rather, and uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. We consulted an expert because we wanted to know the real deal, okay? Steve is here with his breakup handbook. All right, these are things that you <laughs> need to have in mind after the breakup. Mm-hmm. Most most of this is for fellas. Yeah, that is Because <clears throat> when we take a breakup hard, it's ugly. It's ugly out there. Now, these are things from Steve Harvey's breakup handbook. How to act when you break up. Mm. All right, now. Here's rule number one. You are allowed only one drunk dial. You know how you call them up when you're drunk. Uh You only get the one. (laughs) And it sounds like something like this. Hello is me. (laughs) You know who me is. Don't play with me. You know who me is. Don't play with my emotions. (laughs) Who is me? You know you 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 know who me is. How many you get? One. You get one. You get one of them? Alright. Now here's the next rule. You are not allowed. To roll up on your ex just cause you see they car parked outside the club, the restaurant, or church. Don't go in there. Says who? Wait, you can't do that shit. We, we broke up. Yeah. I can't go in there if I see the car. I know she didn't hear praise the Lord. No, you can't roll up on them. Is she in there praise the Lord? No, yeah, I got something to do you. with church later on, but just stay that. Stay out right. You can't roll up on them. Okay. Oh, oh, there she is. I'm going to go in now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. I'm going in there. You can't do that. Carla. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. All right, next one. Y'all's favorite spot is off limits to both parties for at least four months. That's right. Ain't nobody yeah. else over there. Yeah. Why well, you get to go to the spot? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. At least four months. Keep it 100. Yeah. Here's another one. Okay. Uh-huh. Hmm. Texting your favorite song to each other is off limits. You can listen to it. You can cry to it. You can play it over and over. But you can't send it. <laughs> send me this today. damn song. Yeah. I'm trying to move on. And I'm telling you. Hey. hey, hey, hey. Now listen to and this you, one. And you. All y'all stuff. Uh-huh. All possessions mm-hmm. is collected at one time and one time only. <laughs> Anything that's left behind will be thrown away by both parties. I like that. You ain't like going to keep that. coming over here looking that's for fair. stuff. That's fair. You see my red shirt? You can't keep coming back shirt. over here. I got company you in the closet looking for your tank top. <laughs> Oh, he's keeping it real. Man, uh-huh. he's real. Here's another one. He should know. <laughs> he, hit a, he hit a big one right here. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Nobody mm. is allowed to talk to each other's mama. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Man, uh, that's, that's a, a round of applause, that's baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, Steve. Leave my mama out of this. You can't be friends with your yeah. mama, mm-hmm. and you can't be friends with my mama. I'll Stop come home. You sitting up there talking to my mama. mama. What the hell? Yeah. Did you hear that, Lisa? That's a good one, Steve. I like it. Hey, I'm over Jones. here trying to pick up some greens, and you in here talking. <laughs> Rolling your eyes when I walk in the door? Yeah. Now, here's the next one. Yeah. 
Okay. All parties should find a new church home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Definitely. Fair. Yeah, we can't Definitely. worship together. I love Pastor Wiggins. Well, you can't yeah. go there no yeah. more. Yeah. Next. <laughs> All your friends should be divided up equally, mm-hmm. except the ones you hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can have him. You yeah. can have Here's her. another one. Uh-huh. No posting of nude pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like her naked mm-hmm. or him well, dressed up like the damn Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a private. <laughs> What about? <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna finish this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna All right, listen. Want to know about old, old naked pictures? All right. <laughs> well, nephew, tell me has a prank fall coming up, and uh, we'll finish out Steve's breakup rules <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: It is so good that it's clouding my judgment. Or is it so good that it's clouding my judgment? How about that? They ain't talking about ice cream. Uh-uh, uh-uh. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Well, you remember we used to have, you know, back in the day, it used to be calendars with the hunks on it, you know, the firemen on it. You remember that? How could we remember that? that? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, men, we always had the centerfold. We always had the great calendar with the beautiful ladies Uh, on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you know, we're going to... Didn't you and Steve do a calendar? Shirts off a calendar? No, he ain't do no calendar. I don't think he did. He <laughs> might have done an hour. He might have done an hour. He ain't done no month. No, no, no. Hotties. Remember my hotties? Uh-huh, uh-huh. There you go. So this right here is church calendar. Somebody, if you would, turn to your neighbor and say church calendar. Uh-uh. Church calendar. <laughs> Won't he do it? Let's go, cat dog. Church calendar. Here we go. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Allison. Allison. Uh, um, Allison. She's not here, man. She at work. Um, as we're speaking. Hey, this is uh, this is Brother Lester. Brother Lester. How you doing today? All right, Lester. Brother Lester. Right from the church. Okay. Okay. Over at uh, my. Right. 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 You a husband, right? What, Gerald? I'm Gerald. Yeah. This is Gerald. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I met you a couple times, Gerald. We ain't seen you in a minute, though. Man, I've been working on Sundays, and I said that I was going to try to make it. But I told her, you know, I want to get involved. You know, this year is going to be a better year. I'm going to get involved, man. Well, come on down, man. We we love to have you. That's for sure, man. I, can I give you a number where she can call me back? Well, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, is this about, you know, a lesson or something? What's going on? Actually, the uh, single ministry, man, I'm over the single ministry, and we're raising some money. So we're actually putting together a uh, a calendar, and we wanted her to uh, give us a call about it. Okay. Okay. So let me let me give you, let me give you my number real quick. What, wait a minute. Okay, you say a calendar. So the church is doing the calendar, but is it like the couples? Like we come in, like how it always be like the couples come in and be like, this is Mister and Mrs. I mean, a calendar. No, I don't no, know. no, no. What we doing? See, a lot of the guys got together. What we're gonna do is the Mount swimsuit calendar and we're gonna we kind of put that together man so let me give you my number man because i want to call all the guys were saying if she get on the calendar it'll probably get sold all the you guys, know, wait a minute time. wait a minute whoa, whoa 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 let's slow down slow down brother lester let's slow down okay uh a calendar a swimsuit calendar for the for the single ministry at the church what it is uh daryl we're gonna be the first church to who have ever done a swimsuit calendar you see what i'm saying no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You call it for my wife to be in it. Are you sure you got the right number? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because your wife is Allison, right? Yes, my wife is Allison. And first of all, then what's this man about? 
all the guys, y'all got together and y'all voted for my... Okay, I'm trying to take this slow, man. Ooh, God, hold my tongue right now because I'm trying... I don't understand where you're going with this. And Listen, we're going to get Sister Gidry. She's going to be Miss March. June is like pretty much in the middle of the year. We want your wife to be the big centerfold. Please, please tell me. You're not calling my house this morning talking about my wife to be in a calendar, a swimsuit calendar. But then on top of that, y'all all got together and y'all voted that y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit calendar for a church. Okay, well, wait, wait a minute, Gerald. I mean, look at this on the positive side, man. What this is, see, like I say, we raising money for the singles ministry, and the single ministry get ready to go on a big trip. But and hold on, what my wife got to do with the singles ministry? She's married, man. I'm one of the people that's in the singles ministry. Why are you calling and talking about my wife being in something like this? You Hold up, that. Ooh, Jesus, help me. Hey, man, you you, you should feel uh, honored, man, that your wife is a... Man, why are y'all looking at my wife like that, man? We coming in there, and we trying to get help, and we trying to do it. Y'all looking at my wife, talking about y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit contest, man? Do you understand what that is, man? They ain't number some panties, man. So y'all looking at my wife, talking about y'all want my wife to be in a panties? See, what you got to understand, Gerald, this right here, man, is for the single ministry. We, we got a big trip coming up, so we raising money. For what are y'all doing, man? This is not something you do at the church, man. You have car washes, man. When I, when I we wash cars, man. Y'all talking about a calendar, man. What are you doing, man? What type of church is this turning into, man? See, Gerald, the difference is on this whole thing, man. Don't be upset about it. What it is that, man, we done found something that ain't no other church done before. You see what I'm saying? The reason ain't no other church done is because this is wrong, man. What committee got to get on something like this, man? What is wrong with you? Hey, dog, you got to understand. Listen, we got Sister Gidry. We got Sister Vicky. Okay. Uh, so, wait a minute. You saying that they done signed off on this. You got these women in the church saying that they going to put on swimsuits. Well, well, I'm saying we got them on our list. We got them on That's our list. I'm call. saying, man, ain't nobody getting with man. What is wrong with you, man? Hey, hey man, listen. Just to help us get started, do you have a picture a sister Allison in a swimsuit? Man, look, man, I ain't giving you no picture of my wife in no swimsuit, man. No, this is just something we're trying to do for the ministry, dude. You know what? Are you at the church? Did you work at the church full time? Part time, I'm at the church. Okay, are you in there now? Nah, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be there for, for choir rehearsal later on this evening. Okay, what time do choir rehearsal start, left? Seven o'clock, but why you, what, 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 what I want you to do is for me, before you go to rehearsal, can you just be right in the front right quick? I just want to, we need to meet personally right quick, Lester, me and you. So I'm going to come to the rehearsal and then let's talk about this face to face because this over the phone and all that, this is not working right now. And I need to meet the person that's calling my damn house talking about my wife doing all this idiotic type So let's meet right in the front, brother, before you go into sing. I, I got something for you to sing about, so meet me in the front, man, please, before you go in, Lester, because we ain't going to talk about this no more over the phone. Let's talk about this in person. Okay. First of all, I mean, you got to calm down, man. I don't even understand why you irate like me. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to calm down, Lester, 7. So it started at 7. Let's do 6.55, Lester. I think this is going to work for us. This is going to help your calendar Get out the way that you really, really needed to get out, man. I got something for you that's going to help this cause. Please be outside at 655. Please don't go in the I'm going to be outside. I'm, you, can you bring a picture with you? Oh, yeah. I got a picture for you. I got a nice picture for you. I'll tell you what. Me and Tommy will be outside waiting on you when you get there. You in who? 
me and nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, we're going to be right outside in front of the church. Oh, <laughs> Oh, man. Man, who did this, man? Hey, man, your brother Jason told me to prank phone call you, man. God, man. Just... You know you know what he said? Tell him I said, if that fool came to church more often, he would know that this is a prank phone call. Oh, man, I'm glad it is, man. Can you just imagine if I had to drove up to that church acting a fool today, man? Yeah. I got, I got to ask you this here, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> I'm real stupid. What y'all think? I love him. What time is choir practice, uh, Lester? Uh, Lester. <laughs> Um, yeah, can you get that 655? Yeah. I just need five minutes of your time. That's it's all I need. Meet in the front. Right yeah. in the front. <laughs> Don't make me do like that man in that video we saw a couple weeks ago. What do you, remember that man came around the front of the pew and hit the, and punched that man in the face? Yeah. In the sanctuary. In the church. <laughs> that was too much. Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> Uh-oh, 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 Shreveport, Shreveport, Louisiana, East Texas, everybody around the way. Guess what, Shreveport, East Texas, I'm coming to town. It's date night, comedy show, Nephew Tommy and Friends. That's MLK Weekend, Sunday, January 15th at the Shreveport Municipal Auditorium. Stupid is on the way. Did you hear what I said? Stupid is on the way, and I'm bringing my friends with me. Go to Ticketmaster or go to the box office. Get your tickets because the nephew is coming to town. Say no more. It's it. That's it. It's a wrap. What are we talking about? That's all. all right. Thank you, sir. Listen, uh, when we come back, it's the strawberry letter subject. It is so good that it's clouding my judgment. <laughs> we'll come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharvey.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Okay? Isn't that right, Steve? Yep. <laughs> Come on. Mm-mm, that's all they that's need. That's it? To sure. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of letters. I'm tired of it. <laughs> we have. We really have. Thank you, guys. Man. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Yeah, but the chances of it, though. <laughs> They're good. Oh, okay. They are. Who, who told you to say that shit? No one. I know. No. Well, right. eventually we get to all of them. <laughs> we get to a lot of them. 
All right. Hey, everybody, it's that time. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my friend Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Subject. Junior. <laughs> Can't Call him. Call him Is it so good that it's clouding my judgment? Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 43-year-old single mom of two. For the past year, I have been seeing a nice 43-year-old gentleman that I met on the Plenty of Fish dating site. When we met, I told him that I was ready for a relationship, not just to hook up for sex. He said, let's see where it goes. Two weeks later, after talking on the phone, we finally met up. And we ended up having sex that first night. Darn it, Steve. It was so good that I could not stop. We continued to have sex at least once a week, and he started staying overnight at my house. About six months later, I asked him, so are we together? He said, no, we're just friends. He told me that we should just stop having sex and just be friends because I was getting too emotionally attached to him. Not even a week went by before he was back in my bed. The sex is so darn good that I cannot stay away from this man. But I really wanted a relationship. The whole time we've been together, I have been taking him to and from work. He does not have a car or his own place to live. I also cook for this man and give him money when he needs it. He does pay me back each time. I'm giving 100% of myself to him. But he has the nerve to only like me as a friend. It makes me feel like he's just using me. Is a, is the good sex clouding my judgment? What's really going on here? Please advise. Okay. <laughs> okay, seriously. <laughs> seriously, if you were here, I would physically shake you so hard. Try to sh- shake some sense into you. You know, you may be 43-year-olds, uh, but but you're, you're doing way too much, okay? I, I, I mean, just talk about over and above and beyond. That's all you. That's all you. You're doing way too much. And, and I disagree with you. No, he's not using you. He doesn't have to. I mean, you won't even give him a chance to use you because you're right there. You, let, let's go down the list. You give him sex when he wants it. You cook for him. You drive him to and from work. He stays with you and you give him money. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, don't you take him to and from work? i got to ask you that. So why do you have to give him money too? It's too much. You're doing too much. I, I, I just don't understand. You know, you have to get some self-respect. You have to. You, you have none, okay? You, you have to stop this. Um, I, I'm glad you wrote us. Uh, nothing is that good where you have to lose your, your dignity and, and your low self-esteem. Nothing is that good, okay? Nothing. I don't care. Nothing is for you to lose your self-respect like that. And that's what it is. It, it's not that the sex is so good. You're just, you're caught up. You got to get a, get you know, get a hold of yourself here. Uh, this man has nothing to offer you but sex. And you want much more and he's not giving it to you. Steve? Oh, Lord, lady. 43, single, mother of two. You met a 43-year-old very nice gentleman Mm -hmm. on a dating site called Plenty of Fish. When we met, I told him that I was ready for a relationship, not just hook up for sex. He said, let's see where it goes. Mm -hmm. See right there? You say you're ready for a relationship, not just for a hookup. He said, let's where it goes. 
Guess what you missed that he didn't say? He did not say what he wanted. He ain't even say, yeah, that's what I'm looking for, too. All he said was, let's see how it goes. Two weeks go by. You've been talking to him on the phone. You finally meet with him. You ended up having sex the first night. Darn it, Steve. I know. It was so good, I could not stop. We continued to have sex at least once a week, and he started staying overnight in my house. Six months later, I asked him, so are we together? He said, no, we ain't together. He told me we should stop having sex and just be friends because I was getting too emotionally attached to him. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even a week went by and he was back in your bed. This boy in here doing it. This boy <laughs> in here got it turned up. He in there bringing it. And I'm about to tell you why. This sex is so damn good, I can't stay away from this man. But I really want a relationship. The whole time we together, I've been taking him to and from work. He does not have a car. He does not have his own place to live. I cook for this man and give him money when he needs it. Now, when I come back, I'm going to explain some things to you. You have a minute. No, this ain't. Well, first of all, let me tell you something. You find him on a dating site called Plenty of Fish. Mm -hmm. And of all the men in here, you get the one damn catfish that was in the (laughs) book. You done bought a damn bottom dwelling, scavenging, nasty ass catfish. Good one, Steve. (laughs) All these fish in the sea. Mm -hmm. And which one you pull out? A Mm -hmm. catfish. All right, hold it right there, Steve. Hold it right there. Uh, We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject is, it it is so good that it's clouding my judgment. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. It is so good that it's clouding my judgment. Yeah, she done met this man on plenty of fish. She done pulled out the one damn fish she didn't want. A catfish. <laughs> Bottom dwelling scavenger. They've been sleeping together. He just had, she can't stop. Once a week, six weeks, six months go by. She finally asked the man, are we together? He said, no, no, hell no, we ain't together. <laughs> What'd he say? No, no, hell no, we ain't together. Where you get that from? Oh, no. What you talking about? Just because I spend night over here, we together. We ain't together. Six months. You work and you yeah. give me money. No, you got, and you you no we just friends. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, you know we need to we need to stop having sex. Just be friends, cause you getting too emotional. For me. You know yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't like to be attached to stuff. Yeah. You know I ain't attached to no car note. <laughs> I ain't attached to no mortgage or no rent payment. You know I ain't attached to no kitchen nowhere where I'm cooking. No house. Yeah. I ain't attached to no money. Don't you see me always needing something? Oh, <laughs> the sex is so damn good. I can't stay away from it. He give me the money back, but he don't have a car. A house, he need money all the time, mm. and you gotta take him to and from work. My question for you, before we went on break, was where does he work at the paper route? I'm trying to figure out what job he got where he can't get a car, a house, or need money all the time. Now you wanna ask me? Let me explain something to you about this good sex you have. You having sex with a man that ain't got a car. You having sex with a man that need a ride to and from work. Right. You having sex with a man that ain't got his own place. Mm-hmm. You got having sex with a man that can't cook. Mm. 
and you having sex with a man that need money all the time. This boy here. The reason his sex is so good, he f- for food. Now, listen to me. You've lost your entire mind. I know you had to bleep that, but that's the best way to say that. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Here's another reason. See, this is called BS that he's giving you. This is just BS. Now, a cleaner way to say it is BS is called benefit screwing. Mm. Because he has to produce the type of screwing that produces benefits. Yeah. So now he in there giving his all in all. Yeah. And he got to because he probably working part time. He got time to sharpen his skills. Yeah. He don't have the stress that most men have on him. A lot of men can't perform cause of stress. But he ain't got none. He ain't got no mortgage. He ain't got no car note. What, what is he stressing for? <laughs> he is free to BS, to benefit screw. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just in that performing. Yeah. All his energy is in his sexual performance. Mm. He can't buy you a coat for Christmas. Uh-uh. But, but boy. He can't bring you a plate from Steinmark. Uh-uh. He can't bring them kids of yours a toy from Walmart. Uh-uh. He can't bring you a Happy Meal from McDonald's. That's a shame. And when he do get money, it's so rare, he down at Chick-fil-A on the Sunday talking about how the hell they ain't open. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had money during the week, you know that they ain't open on Sunday. Right. <laughs> this man that you think you want to have a relationship with, why would you want a relationship with him? Somebody you got to take care of and can't do nothing for you except good sex. Right. Then that's all it is. It's just good sex. It's nothing, no other benefit to him. And let me tell you something. This going to wear off. Because you know why it's going to wear off? Because you're going to mess around and need something. Uh-huh. Everybody needs something every now and then. I don't care who y'all. Yeah. And when you need it, since that's who you're passing out all your loving to, you're going to want it from him. Yeah. And guess what he's going to tell you? You ask me for money for we ain't no money. We just friends. We just friends. Well, I ain't got it. We just friends. You know I ain't got it. I just borrowed money from you last week. Now I can pay you back what I owe you. <laughs> Will that help you? Man. She said he was a nice gentleman. Steve. He is a nice. You got to be nice when you ain't got nothing. <laughs> Can't well, be I'm going to be mean, and I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> you got to pick me up. What the hell I'm finna be mean for? You got to be nice. Yeah. You got to drop me off and pick me up. She needs Man. to understand that. He just getting out. Soon as he jump in the car, he start rubbing your thigh. I see what's happening. Soon as he get in the car, his hand on that pretty thigh, and Careful. you in here sweating like a runaway. <laughs> Cause Big Cleefus Jackson Raynard the Fourth is finna come up in here. Cleefus Jackson yes. Raynard the Fourth. That's a runaway name. It's finna come up in here. It's <laughs> finna to be. Old and I would. Yes. <laughs> Lady. She wants a relationship, Steve. With who? Mm-hmm. He can't do nothing for you or your yeah. children. Nope. He's a bad example of a man. Yeah. He's 43. Okay. 
He don't have a car. He don't have his own place. He don't cook, and he borrow money from you. And he's 43. You want a relationship with him? You got it. He's doing the only thing he can do, and that's screw. That's right. He can't do nothing else. He, I told you, ask him for a coat this Christmas. All right, we got to go, Steve. <laughs> Email us or Instagram us your thoughts you. on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Not Steve Harvey. Just a coat. You want <laughs> wool coat. <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done for love? Mm-hmm. Completely huh. opposite. Fall. Fall in <laughs> you love? mean fall in? Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's stupid. How long you give him now, Steve? Fall. Oh, man. Okay. What about you, it. Steve? What's the dumbest thing you've ever done for love? Man. Good Lord, oh, Jesus. <laughs> the list. Damn. So much. <laughs> what? Why you? Yeah. You want, you want someone else to go but while you... Man, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out I tell you, how I, I tell you, you the dumbest thing I've ever done. Go ahead. Take her back after she cheated on me and explain what? to my family why it was all right. Yeah, that was dumb. Ooh, that was that stupid. Was yeah, that was. You Do I, I ain't never you? done that, Junior. I'm I did way that. older than you. I ain't yeah. never done that. Yeah, I was 15 then. Oh, well, you oh, were 15. 15. Yeah, okay. you were young. Okay. I stole a necklace. That's why you can't be president. This From is. the May Company. Uh-huh. <laughs> can't be on the air, can't For a girl. Yeah. Because I didn't have no money. And I was crazy mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And I got caught oh, God. going out the door. Uh-huh. White dude had on a sweatshirt, some gym shoes. He was fast, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was fast, too. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't quite fast enough. You got uh-huh. out <laughs> Yeah, he had me. <laughs> and then when I, I gave him my jacket, though, you know, I was so thin then, that didn't mean nothing to me. It was damn near irrelevant. <laughs> I slipped out that jacket so fast. I just let my arms go limp like spaghetti. Yeah. He had the jacket. That white dude, I got out on a prospect. That white boy started chasing me. That dude was fast. Well, he had no idea who he was chasing. (laughs) Pay the chip, baby. No, dog. I was uncatchable back then. I looked back. I said, man, he's still here. And I just went on and just dropped it down in nitro. (laughs) It was gone. Put that black on him. You know how fast you are? Duh. When you scared, when you scared, Duh. you like that Duh. adrenaline. Duh. Yeah, Duh. yeah. I put that black speed on him uh-huh. that he hadn't seen. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 Sound like an indie car. That Usain boat. Yeah, that was it. And he, he yelled at me, "Don't ever come back in this store again." <laughs> Oh, it'll be years, partner. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. And when I did go back and make company, I look, I had a beard and everything. I was grown. Yeah. When <laughs> you went back in. <laughs> oh, you look yeah. disguised. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, fellas, time for comedy roulette. Love it. Uh, Jake, Love it. quickly Love set this it. up again, please. You test us every week. Mm-hmm. You test our comedy yeah. ability. Give us five subjects, put them on the wheel, spin the wheel, wedge stop, we can do it. What you got? All right, let's go. What you got? Here are the topics. Number one, people I hate on my job. Oh, man, everybody can do that. That's uh, easy. Number two, your mama keeps hitting on me. That's (laughs) nice. I like that. Number three, I thought they was dead already. This for you, sure. (laughs) Number four, Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) Number five, people with a clean house. Yeah, we did nasty house. Yeah, we did people with a nasty Put them on the wheel, spin the mm-hmm. wheel, what All you right, got? Let's go. What spin you the got? wheel, cat. What you got? People I hate on my job. Oh, let me have it. Let me have it first. Here I go. You know the people on your job who uh-huh. bring that food item that mm. don't nobody want any damn way. Oh, yeah. But they uh-huh. all booze you about it. First of all, don't nobody like pumpkin pie. <laughs> all right? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Why they bring it to work and then make an announcement. Nobody. Hey, I got a slice of pumpkin pie in there. <laughs> don't touch it. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. It's pumpkin <laughs> yeah. pie. What else you got, Junior? I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like people that I work with that act like they healthier than you. <laughs> You know, that's an issue for me. You know, if I'm sick, he's sick. He always act like he, he more healthy than me, but he got eight toes. He didn't tell nobody that, though. I just want you to know. He ain't toed in here. Now, I ain't talking about nobody I know. That, but you just hate them, But huh? I just hate them. We equally sick. What you got, Come on, Come on, Neff. What you got? I can't stand the dude that, 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 that rat on you when you clock out an hour early. <laughs> you and him, you thought you had it cool with him until you get halfway home. Mm. Yeah, dog, they uh, they looking for you. Wait, wait, How they know I'm gone? How they know I'm gone? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. What you got? I don't like people who send you videos, uh-huh. email you videos mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. life. Dang, really <laughs> <laughs> that just got personal. I don't know where that came from. It got real. <laughs> The topic is people I hate on my job. Let's go, uh, Jay. You know what? The people <laughs> I hate on my job, and not only are they sicker than you, mm-hmm. but they have functions to raise money <laughs> about how damn oh. sick they are. Oh. We don't have nothing for diabetics. We ain't running. <laughs> we ain't making speeches. Yeah. We ain't out there doing that. We don't have a month or nothing. Oh, right. Therefore, with you having a day uh-huh. or a month or a yeah. marathon, to me, just to me, uh-huh. you are sicker than me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Sting. You know what? You know what I like about my job? What? You know, I, know, I know some sick people on the job. <laughs> I'm not calling no names. I ain't telling no lies. I ain't, I ain't that. But I don't like people that got diabetes that act like type 2 is better than type 1. <laughs> really care for all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they just really all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I take my medicine. Yeah, I don't shoot my medicine. You know? But they talking to other sick people about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really still own medicine. <laughs> Ain't my fault you done fat ass ate your way there. <laughs> now, how you mad at me? Yeah. Okay, you was at one point no diabetes. You bypassed yeah. one with right to two. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about nobody yeah. on my job. Yeah. What you got? What you got, Tommy? No. I can't stand nobody. I can't stand nobody on my job who a millionaire and every time they come to work, they always, ooh, I'm going through. What is you going through? You ain't going through. Ooh, the Lord testing me. He ain't testing you. Ain't nothing wrong with who I'm going through. Ooh, y'all don't know what your boy going through. God damn. Man, they had your boy out there. God damn. Man, I'm gonna make it through this. Woo, man, they trying to test your boy. How is they testing you when you sitting on all this stuff? They don't come back. Ooh, all these champagne ass products. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's a question for you. Did you follow your childhood dream? Now, according to a new survey by Zeti, that's Z-I-T-Y, probably not. The survey found that more than two-thirds of those who had a dream job picked out as a kid didn't end up making that dream come true. For male respondents, becoming a professional athlete topped the list at 17%, while 22% of women wanted to become teachers. The age in which reality started to sink in for Americans was 15 years old when they got their first jobs. The top childhood dream jobs of Americans include doctor, teacher, veterinarian, uh, musician, movie star, professional athlete, artist, etc. So, did you follow your dream job since your childhood or what? That's the question. I yeah. think what happens to the boy who wants to be a professional athlete around 15 and starts losing grip, it ain't because he got a job. It's because he went out there and played with some people that's fitting to be pros. <laughs> uh-huh. And found out real fast, my ass ain't going. Because <laughs> the dude just blew by me like I was standing still, and I was running as fast as I could. <laughs> that boy going to the pros, you ain't. That's what happened around 15. That's true. That's true. All right. Find out real fast. <laughs> yeah, they do. I played in Tell the summer up. league with the Cleveland Cavaliers one time. That's when I knew. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, uh, we'll play another round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for another round of Would You Rather. Would you rather rob a bank or steal a sports car? I'm going to steal a sports car. Well, why are you that bank so? gonna give you more years, I think. I think that <laughs> no, car. That bank, ain't that, that car? That, dog, that's a felony. You gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go in for grand theft. We can go. On. We can take that. Oh, really? This is a well he thought so out sure. answer. Oh, so sure. I might get away with that bank. car, though. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, no, see, this bank, you got to have a gun. Once you got oh, that gun, you got to. No, no. No, no. Your ass can do another kind of time now. 
Mm. Okay. Okay. No, no, I'm not robbing no bank though. I steal his car. <laughs> I'm stolen. Yeah. Hey, well, uh-uh. hey, hey, let's go to the, go to the next. Would you rather? Yes, on, yes, man. yes. All right. Would you rather have it rain every day? Rain uh-uh. every B. day. B. Hell or no. snow every day. Well, I'm you got a problem snow. now. You've been in both Cleveland. Uh-huh. Yeah, come you on, got Cleveland. a problem. If it, if it snow every day, your ass got a problem. Man. Yes. It can't snow every day. You got a problem, partner. Hey, <laughs> but so much snow remover. You mean it snowed again? No, I'm shoveling this driveway. I got to go out here and shovel this driveway again. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But if it rain every day, that water, yeah. the water got something for your ass, man. Yeah, that that, mm-hmm. that that water gonna turn into a flood. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, mm-hmm. I didn't get would you rather? E- either way, that's a rough one because a lot of people gonna be in trouble either way. Yeah. That's not gonna be good either way. All right, we'll pick one. Um, <laughs> sun, mm. you pick the sun. <laughs> Rain or <Yeah>. snow? <laughs> snow every day for how long, Shirley? Every day, every day. Ever? Oh, no, that, that, no, that that can't happen. It, Would you we, we all we all gonna die either way. <laughs> all of us are going to die either way. Now you want to get this Noah Ark version of it, or you want to freeze your ass to death? Uh-uh. Is it hot rain? <laughs> Is it wet snow? Okay. Um, all right, we're moving on because you guys can't decide on that one. Would you rather? Know when you're gonna die or how you're gonna die. Oh, when? No, I'd rather know how. Because that way how? I can stay out of that. Yeah, how? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah we're gonna, gonna be in a car accident every last, my last car. Either ride. way, <laughs> you're <Right>. gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> but you wanna, you wanna know when? Tommy, when? Man, why do you wanna please. know when? Mm-mm. How? Oh, because if, because about, because I'm finna live life to the fullest that yeah. last year. Oh, I'm yeah. finna give y'all. I'm finna give it to you. Well, but you yeah. should do that anyway. Right? Well, if it's next week, though, nice <laughs> year. Your time is limited. Next <laughs> week, I'm gonna stay in the house, in one room, close the door, and and try to try to try to make it a lie. No. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna try to beat it. <laughs> Thank you. That's today's. Would you rather? Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from the one and only Blue Cheese Steve Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Steve, here we are back. uh, Last break of the day. And you're going to leave us with some closing remarks. Yeah. You know, I want to share something with you that I uh, came across when I was meditating this summer. And um, a friend of mine, Bishop Geddes, down in the Carolinas, who I met on my talk show one time. We formed a relationship. Uh, very, very helpful, Bishop Geddes. Uh, he sends me inspiration all the time. He just, I mean, he's just a good dude, man. He just care about me. He always sends me something timely. 
And one of the things he sent me, I was thinking about on the, uh, when I was meditating this summer. And it's something that I'm guilty of, even myself. And I was explaining it to a couple of people that work around here, and they would come up, you say that? You feel that way? Yeah, man, it's all relative. You know, it doesn't matter how you think my life is. The fact that I might be still shorting myself is a very, very real reality. And there is a possibility moving forward that you could also be shorting your life for what it could truly be. Have you ever thought about that? You could be making one mistake that's that's cutting you off from the life that you could really have. You're actually short-circuiting your blessings because of a very simple thing that we do. And I'm guilty of this myself, and I had to catch myself this summer. And one of the things I came away with, I said, man, I got to dream bigger. I have got to dream bigger because I've exposed myself with people who have so much more. Now, do you need so much more? No. But God said he would give you the desires of your heart. He'll even put some stuff on your heart to desire. You ain't even know what's really there. But he wants you to see that too. So, look, I'm out of the need business. I just need him. He's all I need. Of course, I need love and people that care about me and friendship. I'm not saying I don't need nothing, but as far as material stuff, I don't need anything. It's just stuff I want. But it's nothing wrong with wanting more. As long as you're grateful for where you're at. But here's what happens, and it happens to me, and it may be happening to you, and I don't want you to short-circuit your blessings. I don't want you to knock yourself out of something that you could have. Listen to me. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. I'm going to repeat that, but I got some more. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. One more time, y'all. Listen to this. This is so good, man. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Oh, man, this is so good. Do you know how many times... We reshape what we want based on where we at right now. Do you know how many times you've bought a car based on how much you made? Well, now you're saying, well, of course, Steve, you got to fit it in the budget. But hold up, though. But did you really want something else? Did you really see yourself driving a different model, the upscale model? Did you see you with that car but it was fully loaded. I'm just saying, well, you know what you shouldn't do? You shouldn't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. See, so you make a purchase based on where you at right now. When if you kept the faith, continued to work, do you know that God, there's a strong possibility that he was going to give you the car of your dream? But you quit operating on faith. You started functioning on your reality. And so you end up blocking what God could do for you because you made a move too fast based on where you were. When what you should have did, you should have buckled down and upgraded your conviction. 
got more serious about it, got more funky with it, got a little bit more determined to get what you saw in your dreams and your visions, upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Because where God going to take you and what he really got for you, you got to get your conviction to match that. Stop knocking your dreams down because it don't and fitting it into your reality today. You ought to try something else because I had to force myself to do it. I got to upgrade my conviction to match your destiny. God has a bigger life for me and that I know for sure. And many of you feel the same way. You keep saying, man, there's got to be more to my life than this. Man, I really see God working on my behalf. Just got to hang in there. You just got to hang in there, man. Now, you got to keep working, but you got to hang in there. When I say hang in there, do not lose faith. That's the hanging in there I'm talking about. Don't give up because it didn't got funky for you. Hang in there. Be strong. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Those are my closing remarks. Whoa, you better drop the mic on that one for real, though. Did he fall? No, he dropped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know how the mic going to land. Woo, not really. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Come on, Steve That was profound, Steve. Yeah. I love it. I, love I had yeah. to learn that. I really did. Mm-hmm. I was making this mistake, man. All right, take us home. Y'all have a great week. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Life is full of unexpected moments from car repairs to vet bills. Aspire Credit Card is there for you. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card empowers you to manage everyday needs and surprises while rewarding you with 3% cashback rewards on gas, groceries, and utilities, plus 1% on all other eligible purchases. Worried about your credit? With Aspire, less than perfect credit is okay. And you can see if you pre-qualify without affecting your credit score. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify. Accept it at your favorite stores where you use MasterCard. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify today. Build. Grow. Aspire.
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 